Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Thank you uh, for joining me today. Exciting hey. times. I've been looking forward to this uh, interview and uh, show. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. So, yeah, man, we're here to talk uh, about uh, your latest role as Neil on uh, NBC's Nightcore. Like I said, I grew up, I'm all, I'm a little bit older than you, I think. I grew up with the original. I loved the original. I was excited when I heard the news that they're going to, would you call this a reboot or would you call this? I mean, Melissa Melissa used the word new boot, and I think that's the best way to 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 call it because it is a continuation series and we mention and honor the original series in so many ways and we, there's a lot of callbacks to it um and it's it's safe to say that harry um judge harry is very much alive in this show as is the world that um that was created in the 80s when you read the script after you uh, you got the role like what went through your mind about all this this is the funniest shit I've ever seen. And this is my sense of humor. And I grew up watching all those sitcoms, the multi-camera sitcoms. And mm. it was surreal to me that I am now cast in one. I mean, as a little kid with my daddy, yeah, I used to watch Fresh Prince with him and um, Friends and How I Met Your Mother and, and Everybody Loves Raymond. We used to like sit and watch that together. And, and to be able to be able to do this now, having the actual script in my hand, being cast alongside two sitcom royalty stars is it was honestly the craziest it felt like i was in a dream did you go back and watch any of the original before preparing for this yeah i watched the first half of the first season when i um got the audition sides for it and because i needed to get the tone of the original to make sure that i'm you know the comedy was on point so like what I mentioned earlier, you know, like I grew up watching the show and everything, and I'm, I'm I was excited when I first I watched the first uh, three episodes last night and the night before, and uh, I was excited how like you said the multicam you don't have that much anymore, and you guys brought it back. It feels like yeah, yeah, I know, and and to me, I'm like this was a great show to have it come back to because this was like quintessential physical comedy outrageous um multicam you know this is like of the 80s like right when it sort of boomed into the 90s going into fresh prince and friends and all that right. stuff this is, this is one of those classic shows that started that upward sort of trend of multi-camera sitcoms so you called it like what did you call it not a reboot what did you say new boot new boot what do you uh what are you hoping for like what do you think makes this new boot special and what are you hoping for like when the original fans of the original come in and watch this and the new fans the original fans will see that we really honored harry anderson's memory the original mm -hmm. show the original environment the, the it's the same sets from way back when yeah um the same designs at least i remember uh yeah. being that there's so much of the same furniture from the original night court the same chairs and tables for the cafeteria the same couch uh in in harry's office i mean this is uh, the 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 executives have gone above and beyond in my opinion to honor the original show and i really hope the audiences see that not in not just um 
you know, the sets and everything like that. And, but really the story. Mm. Um, so I don't want to give too much away, but right. let's just, a, the old show is very much alive in this version. It's amazing. Now we see you as uh, Neil the clerk in the first few episodes. Uh, how was it connecting with this character? What, what drew you to the role? I think it's one the 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 role is is different than me as a mm. person. Um, I think this is a guy that's trying to find his conviction, his confidence, who he is, trying to be included in a group. He's a little naive, and I don't see myself as that. And but it reminded me of maybe who I was a few four or five years ago. Mm. Um, before maybe I got my first job in Hollywood and what it was like to sort of find meaning and find things that to do what I love. And before I found mentors in this business that believe in me. So I sort of channeled that version of myself and um, it was, it was interesting, man. It was like this, this role to me is like a love letter to my former self. Will you give it a description of Neil and like, like, uh, did you get a chance to like, did you, uh, put any input like how you wanted to play this character? Yeah, I mean, it was, it, it was, I mean, the writers wrote him, but okay. I think as we grew, it was like a, a, a dance between the two of us, mm. me and the writers, right? Of trying to, I'm trying to figure out what they find funny and they're trying to figure out my sense of humor too. So I think he's at the core of it. He's a guy who's afraid to put himself out there. And, um, and every time he does, it comes out sideways. And so to me, he wants to be included a lot. He wants to sound and look cool. He, he doesn't totally love his job. So that's why he finds other ways to love his job by playing pranks on people. I don't think he's the most socially adept, you know? And I think that's compounded by the fact that he causes problems for himself and also other people around him. So, I mean, as, as you'll see, some of the problems that happen is, well, Neil messes stuff up. So <laughs> I don't want to get too much into the details, but right, I'll right. tease that. There's definitely stuff that Neil fucks up that causes issues for other people. <laughs> um, and, and so when Ab Abby comes in, having someone believe in him like that, he's never had someone do that. And so it sort of throws his worldview on its head. We mentioned Abby. She's played by Melissa. Like uh, we see a lot of like scenes with you two. Like, how do you describe that chemistry between you two? Oh, it's great. I love, love acting with Melissa. She's the most generous actor ever. And what I mean by that is she gives you so much behavior to work with. Mm. And, you know, because she's obviously incredibly talented. So to me, it's like, you're giving me so much to work with. I can just easily have an opinion as my character about what you're doing because I get so much behavior from you, you know? And so uh, to me, I mean, it's, it's an embarrassment of riches for our show to have, you know, the, the, the cast that we do. And I'm so lucky to be working with these people because like it, it's, it's literally, um, you know, the Olympics of comedy. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can tell. Like I said, when I watched watch the first few episodes, that you guys, it feels like you guys have like a close group all of a sudden too. Yeah, and I think a lot of that is because Melissa creates the environment as a human being to mm. be able to see and respect each other, I and mean, she's really like this character, in my opinion. 
And she is so, such a kind human being and she treats everyone with so much respect. And, you know, she works incredibly hard and she just comes in and surprises you with a gift sometimes or just stops by and listens to you and like, we'll just share each other's day. And it just creates an environment for everyone to care and respect for each other and love each other and look out for each other. And I've never wanted to work so hard for anyone in my life. It's crazy. And we also, also, we also see uh, John Larroquette return. Did he give you guys any advice about this? Like, uh, since you know he was coming back on the show, like what he wanted, what he was feeling about it, and everything, how you guys should be around this sitcom. Well, you know, I'll let John speak to his about how Melissa and Dan got him to do this, but I know it wasn't an easy process um, to get him to do it. Uh, so, anyone who's reserved about you know, rebooting an old show. No one was probably more reserved than John himself, but I think, um, and I don't know the, the, the real details of, of the, the, the process themselves, but obviously John wouldn't have done it if he didn't feel like this was merited and, um, and earned. And I think it was a long process to get him to convince him to come on board. But finally, after seeing that Melissa was on and seeing the script, I'm, I'm sure that's what convinced him. Um, and watching his character, it looked like he was like right back in it. Like nothing's changed about his character. Nothing's changed. It was like I I just got goosebumps just telling you saying that because really it was like watching him and then being in scenes with him. I'm like, I'm acting with Dan Fielding. <laughs> I was it, it was it was surreal, man. And in terms of advice, I would say that he it it was more that yeah. First of all, he's a producer on the show, okay. so um. He's a producer on the show, so he he has input on all you know on creative decisions and stuff like that. So, and we were so lucky to have him because he was part of the original show that he knew when something didn't ring true to the tone of the of the original show. Mm -hmm. And then, um, not only that, just like his work is so phenomenal, and everything that comes out of his mouth is the funniest thing I've ever heard. And so um, it was like watching a masterclass. And us being able to just sit in and take notes as students. How many episodes are we expecting the first season that you guys filmed? Eight. Eight? Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. All right. Now uh you've, you've have you already filmed all sixteen? Yep. All right. So now uh like because I I'm the question I'm trying to lead to and is uh, is there a certain character on the show that if we see a season two, do you hope that you can have more scenes with and why? Um I would like to have, I would like to explore the relationship between Neil and Dan. Okay. I feel like we tease it a little bit in the first season, but I think you know, maybe in the second season, we can develop that a little bit more and see really how Neil can learn from Dan. Um, yeah, I don't want to give too much away because right. of stuff that happens later on this season. There is a relationship between them that happens. And, but I want, I want us, I really hope we can explore that more, but we'll see. Let's we'll see. see. Right. The way the season ends, you just don't know. You just don't know. Uh, without the multicam thing, that was us actually filmed in live studio audience also? Uh, yes. Live studio audience. Wow. How's, how, uh, how different has that been for you compared to other projects you've worked at doing a live studio? 
Well, I, I grew up doing theater and my first big show, big thing ever out of college was, you know, a, a regional premiere of a, of a Broadway play. So uh, I'm, I'm a big theater kid and being able to do television mixed with theater is a dream. And that's what multi-camera comedy is. When you have a live audience, it's, it's great. It's, you get the best of both worlds. And um, not only that, it's like a, 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 a play that is filmed in a way, but it's also being improved on each take. If, you know, the, if, if the audience doesn't respond to a certain joke, the writers come together, change the joke up, give me a new line, we deliver it and it works. And then we move on. It's, it's, it's so fulfilling creatively because you know you get a response immediately and you alter it and then you'll figure out different versions of your performance whereas in a play you just have to do the whole thing in one stretch every night 16 episodes how many bloopers do you think are out there right now probably on just for me probably 40 episodes worth <laughs> of bloopers i mean <laughs> i it took me a real, it took me a second to find my footing but also because I would break so much because everyone is so talented and so funny that I was something, you know, John would say something, Melissa would say something, and I'm just just dying. Hey. I'm trying to keep it together, trying to react as Neil, but I'm just like, oh, no, I really don't want to ruin this take, but this is so funny. Um, so that happened to me so many times, and, and India and Lakrita are my God. I mean, I can't wait for people to see their, their performances. They're so talented. This comes out on uh, January 17th on NBC. Uh, how can the listeners, the viewers find you on social media to keep up with you so we can keep watching the show and everything and give us updates on it also? Yeah, my uh, Instagram is at K-T-A-L-W-A-L-K, K-Talwalk. Um, and, or in my Twitter is just my full name. Uh, I might be live tweeting one of the episodes, so check that out. Maybe so, Maybe episode three or four, I think. I wanted to live tweet. So, uh, check me out on those, and I'm um, I'm pretty active on that. So you know, drop a comment, a message. I can't wait for you to check it out. I want to thank you for giving me a today. This was great. Yeah, thanks, man. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast and our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.